Just like a fight with your spouse, it's time to talk about the past. Hey! hey. <laughs> your Week, Your News, a Clarksville Now original podcast where we talk about the biggest stories from this past week on ClarksvilleNow.com. Uh, my name is Ryan Pluckelman. Chris did not get that last reference because he has never had an argument or a fight with his spouse after 37 happy years of marriage. That is not true whatsoever. <laughs> What's the last fight that you had? Oh, gosh. See, I think we've reached the point in our marriage where we've been married so long, we've fought about so many things yeah. and argued and bickered <laughs> that we've we've sort of reached a detente of, here's the things that are just not worth fighting about yeah. anymore, and here's the things that, you know, when, when there's a fight, it's going to be a big fight because right. all the piddly stuff we have just dealt with or we just endure, yeah. you know, because it's like, why argue about that? Yeah. Yeah. See? So, yeah, 30 years gives you perspective. This is why you, you have these happy old couples or these old couples that bicker constantly because they, they know where the other one stands, you know? So right, right. You can bicker if you want or you can just let it go, you know? Sometimes it's just better to let it go. I know I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I think that's yeah. words of wisdom from a happily married man. Yeah, that's what it takes. Yeah. Pick your battles. All right. Now you know, folks. That's it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. No, we got to go over the biggest stories on Clarksville now from yeah. this past yeah. week. Yeah, so counseling, uh, marital advice, and uh, and, news. and big news. Yeah. What more could you possibly want? Yeah. So um, this one is a story that uh, that we're going to be publishing this weekend. Uh, well, we, well, that we did publish this weekend. Um, about a, one of those situations where families end up in awful situations mm-hmm. and awful yeah. uh, circumstances, and there's not really a good way out. Um, imagine that you're, uh, you have a, a child who's deaf and who is increasingly violent, and they're 13 years old and have gotten to the point where they're so violent that they bust in your bedroom door because they're in a fit of a rage. Uh, break it down with a frying pan. Oh, good heavens. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a child who is um, he's in Clarksville-Montgomery County school system, and the family has been working for years to get him help uh, in various institutions and schools. Mm. Um, and I learned some things as we were reporting on this because uh, the family just doesn't know where to turn. And yeah. they turned to us saying, you know, maybe we can shed some light on this. And so, so that's what we've done. But um, they don't know what to do with him because he's, he's basically almost adult size now. Um, he's deaf. He is, uh, so he also doesn't know ASL because his family, um, has never really been able to teach him American sign language. He uses, um, basically just sort of family sign is one of the things they call this. Yeah. Um, DCS has gotten involved and tried to help him. Um, but the school system doesn't really have the resources to Mm. help him. They really don't. Yeah. I mean, imagine the expense of, you know, trying to, a deal with a, a violent teenager, but a violent teenager who's also deaf. Right. Yeah. To drive home the point that the school system does not have money, this is a organization that pays people with master's degrees forty thousand dollars a year. There is just not money for all of these services. But yeah. you would think that there would be resources within the community, social services mm-hmm. that could help this family, but it seems like they continue to fall through the cracks. They can't get the the help that they need. Right. Because there's programs for deaf children mm-hmm. and there's programs for violent children. But here we have a, a combination. Um, and actually, there's, um, there is a school for the deaf, I believe, in Tennessee. Yeah. And there's one in Alabama. But we're talking about like one school in right. each state. Yeah. Um, the only facilities that can take care of uh, major behavior problems coupled with a major disability like this 
um, are in the Northeast. There's one in Pennsylvania is about the closest one yeah. to uh, to Tennessee. The odd thing is, and I learned this with this article, is that when there's a situation like this, the school system is required to pay for the education of all children within its community. Yeah, yeah. So that means that the school system is on the hook for, I think it was like $230,000 a year in um, tuition for um, this program. Okay. To, you know, and the, the CMCSS basically has to be able to cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... It's a rough situation. Um, and now, you know, and people like to complain about DCS and, uh, you know, they, they always get, you know, and they, you only hear about DCS when they do something wrong. Exactly. You know? um, or a parent is mad because they took their kids, right. you know, um, and, but really this is one of the situations DCS is involved in is trying to direct the kid to resources. Yeah. But this is where you need a program like that. This is where the state basically is the only one that can step in to help out in a situation like this. And so they are trying to get resources. And I like to think that maybe we had a little hand in that because in, we've been contacting DCS and having conversations with them. Of course, they can't, you know, um, get involved in uh, releasing information about any of the children in their care specifically. But the person that we talked to basically assured us that, yeah, he's on our radar and we're, we're going to try to find a way to help him. So. Well, that's good. Hopefully they do find some help because that's mm. got to be incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Here yeah. you have this child that's that's deaf you can't, you can't teach them sign language. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it sounds like there's some other issues on top of of the deaf. Mm-hmm. And you've got this adult-sized person living in your house with rage issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No peace. That You can't have any peace yeah, in your yeah. house. And the thing, too, is this, this is a very unusual case. But there are situations like this all over Montgomery County. You know, where you've got, you know, mental illness, you've got major disabilities, you've got, you know, all a whole arrays of issues. And sometimes you just got to sit back. It's good to know about these situations and to involve yourself in situations so you can see what the, how, how great the need is out there and also count your blessings that, you know, that your family is happy and healthy um, when, you've, when you see these kind of circumstances that some people are, are enduring. I think one of the things that we do that's a ma- massive disservice in this country is when we boil things down to their simplest thing, right? Like everybody mm-hmm. gets all up in arms over social medicine and social health care and all of that and not realizing that there is a need and one of the biggest failings we have in our health care system. This is not pointing fingers at anybody. Mm-hmm. This is a pointing fingers at everybody is mental health care. Mm-hmm. We fail so desperately at mental health care. Mm-hmm. Insurances don't cover it properly. There's not enough resources in the area. It is impossible some, in some in, in instances to get good quality mental health uh, care yeah, and yeah. treatment. That's and true. so what are you going to do mm-hmm. if you don't have the money for it? Because it's not like you can just call and make an appointment and get it taken care of. No, that you could be on the hook financially. Mm-hmm. Pretty big for that. Yeah, and so... Yeah. I am perfectly okay with paying a couple dollars more in taxes if it means that anybody in a situation like this that has a child that has mental illness, which I'm I'm guessing at, if they've got rage issues, I think it kind of falls into that that gap, Mm -hmm. and you you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You feel helpless. Right. And what's the family supposed to do? Exactly. Um, The – and the the agency where the dollars for this sort of stuff comes from, Mm -hmm. Medicaid. The Medicaid co- is basically Medicaid payments support organizations like Centerstone that provide mental health services, uh, community-based mental health services. That's all Medicaid dollars. Yeah. So when people want to yell and complain about Medicaid thinking, oh, it's just, 
you know, lining the pockets of uh, people who don't want to work. No, Medicaid <laughs> right. is the agency that pr- provides the dollars to support people who have mental health issues in addition to right. you know, the poverty issues and right. all of that stuff. So, yeah. It's, all right. Um, so you have to do a follow-up store. Hopefully they will get some help and mm-hmm. they'll be able to have some peace in their house because I can't imagine being a parent yeah. and having to deal with that and not being able to get any help. You just mm-hmm. feel helpless. And right now he's in, he's enrolled in the school system. So, you know, the schools are having to deal with him as well. Exactly. You know? And they're not equipped to, to deal with situations well, like this. And think about this. Think about quality of life for the young man. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going through life not being able to communicate with anybody? Yeah. That's probably half the reason he's mad, because he can't communicate with anybody. And we're failing him. Yeah. yeah. We're not giving him the resources and the needs necessary to live a high-quality life. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody has solutions for this kind of thing that don't involve, (laughs) you know, the things that we've talked about, you know, And don't send us a pull-em-up-by-the-bootstraps email, because I'll delete that. Yeah, not when you don't have bootstraps. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, news at Clarksvillenow.com if you yes. have any ideas how to help that family. Yeah. Um, so next story up, um, we've got some news this week about this office park that's planned uh, out next to Tonova. So are you familiar with this one? I've heard rumblings mm-hmm. about this. There's always a lot of talk. We're going to put this here. We're going to put that there. Mm-hmm. This is going to, we're going to have a convention center, all of that stuff. It seems like all of the talk and the rumor. No, it's not Trader Joe's folks. It's, <laughs> it's starting to coagulate into this cohesive idea mm-hmm. of a development off of Ted Crozier. Yeah. Yeah. So this would basically be right off Ted Crozier, um, North west of uh tonova healthcare directly compasses out everybody yeah so that the big uh farm area next to tonova to the north uh west of, of it off ted crozier so um the idea is this land had been bought by the county years ago and then was handed over to the idb with the agreement that the idb would develop a conference center there yeah um because we need conference center space clarksville needs it you know our kids are freaking having proms at the bruce and hopkinsville which is ridiculous you know yeah i mean we need this kind of space right. the military balls yep. and also spillover convention traffic from nashville murfreesboro gets tons of convention and conference center um uh dates because nashville's always full or too expensive right if you ever so, want to see the need for a convention center go down to nashville on the weekend and you'll see lots of people in fancy ball gowns and their dress uniforms because they have to go to nashville to have their military balls right not right. clarksville yeah so um so the idea is to build one uh with a hotel next door uh here up in that area and what's new this um there's two things new about this article one is um some conceptual plans that kind of yeah. show what it's going to look like um but the other one is that there's been talk for the last uh, couple of years about a or last couple of months about a VA clinic being built in Clarksville a new one that's much bigger than the existing facility and there's been two other places that they've been talking about. One is near Exit 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, one has been uh, proposed um, off of uh, Memorial Drive. And now this one. This is a new idea that it could be here as well. I kind of like the idea of this because it, it's kind of between Exit 8 and Exit 4. I know there's been rumors for the longest time, um, God, going back 10 years, about an Exit 6, mm-hmm. which would be where the hospital's at, how they would turn that overpass into an on and off ramp. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything concrete about exit six. Yeah, that would be you know years off. Right. Um, there's a lot of other road projects that would probably get built before they even talk about exit. Exactly. Six. So I think it's a perfect location between exit four and exit eight. There's easy ways to get there if you get off on I-24 and you just turn left on on Ted Crozier. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right there. 
there's a lot of, of open space in those fields. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think the traffic would be too terribly bad, especially uh, as Ted Crozier gets closer to 101st. People are concerned about, well, look, we have all of these developments and all these subdivisions back off of Dunlop that mm-hmm. use Ted Crozier to get wherever they're going, passing the hospital, passing uh, Premier and going like, what's that going to do to traffic? Mm-hmm. Well, if the bulk of that traffic's coming off of I-24, off Exit 4, and then up Ted Crozier, then that'll alleviate some of that. Yeah. But Ted Crozier's the nicest. When I first got to Clarksville, you could be the only person on Ted Crozier Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Like, you would just be like, what is this beautiful road yeah. that I'm the only person on? That's right. And it's getting more, you more and more use by the day. Yeah. But I think it's a great location for it. Well, it's good, too, because um, if you think about the way uh, medical stuff develops, um, you know, it, it's good to have all your medical stuff near each other. You know, you've got Tanova right there. And then, you know, like, what, a quarter mile away is going to be this VA clinic. Yeah. Um, so you have all your medical things nearby. If you're going for a medical appointment, that's where you're going to go. And that's sort of the way Clarksville developed. Um, that's where uh, Clarksville Hospital originally, Clarksville Memorial Hospital, is where the Publix is now on uh, Madison Street. You wonder why there's all these dentist offices and pharmacies and doctor's offices all around that area of Memorial Drive. Well, that's because that's where the hospital used to be. And now it's a Publix. So this is a true story. My my youngest daughter, Evelyn, was one of the last children born Ah. in Clarksville Memorial Hospital. Yeah. Right where Publix is right now. And so I remember during the delivery process the nurse going and getting my wife a pillow and opening a cabinet and the door fell off in her hand. <laughs> Boy, that'll instill some confidence, <laughs> won't it? Right. And she said, we really are excited about a new hospital because they had announced to yeah, Nova at yeah. that point, but they hadn't, they, I think they'd started some mild construction, um, but yeah. it was, it was a ways off from being finished. And so of course, as a dad, I've got to make bad jokes. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'll like Evelyn will ask, like, where was I born? And I said, well, you were born in the Publix. They're <laughs> off of Madison Street, right about where the frozen food department is yeah. now. That's about where you were born. Because I used to be a hospital right born there. Born in the frozen pancakes area. Yes, right there. Yeah. Right there in the frozen food department <laughs> at, 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 at Publix. And I was at an event. We were painting bowls for um for the empty bowls. Yeah. Yeah, the fundraiser. Fundraiser. And there was a young lady there that sat at my table a high school student about my daughter's age. And we got to talking and she, and you know, somehow came up that she was also one of the, one of the last, the last generation born at, at uh, Clark's Memorial hospital. And I told her that joke and she says, my dad tells me the same joke. And it's so great (laughs) to see there's a whole group of dads out there in Clarksville who had, who had kids that were the last generation born at Clark's Memorial going, Hey, lady, there's where you were born in Publix. Yeah. You were right there at the frozen food department. <laughs> With the mahi-mahi. In right, the, uh, right. Bad the jokes. <laughs> Somehow, it's like a collective subconscious of dads. Yeah. We all tap into we this know. bad dad joke idea. We know what's funny. <laughs> our, our family may not agree, but we know. We there know. Are, there are so many teenagers in Clarksville, about 17 years old right now, that roll their eyes so hard when dad thinks he's being funny when they drive past Publix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dad! <laughs> so the uh, so this VA clinic, um, yeah. it's it's federal money that's basically being poured into to these projects all over the uh, the country to build big new VA yeah, clinics. Yeah. So if this is built there, that will increase the uh, the value of the land dramatically. Um, and so the idea is that'll help pay the taxes from that will yeah. help pay for bu- building the conference center 
Um, and uh, and so basically the, co- the community can get a conference center for good investment. Well, I think the VA is the most important thing about this. I think having a massive mm-hmm. VA facility, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, this is yeah. one of the things that you could publish on Clarksville now, and I could open up the comments on Facebook, and not a single person would be able to go like, that's a stupid idea. Yeah, we like, don't need a VA clinic. Right. No one's going to say <laughs> we don't need a VA, massive VA clinic yeah. in the home of the 101st Airborne Division. We have one of the largest uh, bases in the United States. Mm-hmm. Why haven't we had this 20 years ago? Yeah, and a place that where a bunch of active duty soldiers, when they retire, this is where they want to go because the community is so supportive of veterans. Exactly. Well, and we, need, we really need a VA hospital is what we need. I think you're right. You know, um, I think there's, there's probably a problem with proximity to, was it Alvin York um, Hospital in Murfreesboro? Is the clo- it's a VA. Yeah, there's a VA hospital well, yeah, yeah, in yeah, Murfreesboro. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's probably too close to, to that hospital, but still, you know. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Murfreesboro, uh-uh. Murfreesboro is 90 minutes to an hour and a half away. Yeah, or 90 minutes to two hours away. I'm saying probably. I don't know, okay. what, the, I don't know what the proximity limits are, but okay. it doesn't make sense for Murfreesboro to have the VA hospital when Clarksville's right here. How did know? they get that? That's kind of like when you're learning geography when you're a kid and mm-hmm. you look at the, U, the upper peninsula of Michigan and you go, how the heck they figure that out? Yeah. What is that all about? How did they get part of what, what is it, Wisconsin? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. And then you look at what the heck did Murfreesboro do to get the VA hospital? Yeah, somebody had some money. That's what it was. Somebody had some money. That's what it was. But no, good news all the way around. Yeah. Can't complain about that. So speaking of new stuff, there's a whole download of uh city project updates. All right. That have been released. Um, I'm not going to go through every one of these. Um, basically, we got info on the solar farm, the athletic complex, Frosty Morn. How's that athletic complex going? Because I drive past it every day. Um, they're working on the roads okay. first. Right. Um, they've got an image of a of a roundabout up there. Ooh. So tech, it's it's you know it's kind of more of a parking lot roundabout. Yeah. But um, but there is going to be a roundabout out there. Um, they're getting the roads done ahead of you know basically yeah. getting a pad ready before they yeah. start doing the fields and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh. But one of the interesting things that from this that I hadn't really read up much on previously was about the uh, the Greenway Bridge and the marina that's going to be um, dug out uh, on Craft Street near on the Red River. Yeah, uh, where Craft Street, where right before the Red River empties into the Cumberland, apparently there's an old marina um, right there on the um, south side of the river. Um, on the Craft Street side, okay, um, that has basically gotten filled up over the years because nobody's really been using it, right? So they're going to dredge out um, that marina and use it for canoes and kayaks. That's kind of a good idea. So basically, you get a you know last last chance drop off before you hit the Cumberland right, River and right. end up in Nashville, right? Well, right. no, you'd end up. I'm sorry, you would end up in uh, Dover, right? Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so um, I think it's a pretty cool thing. And the br- pedestrian bridge will be there for the Greenway. So finally, you'll be able to connect the Greenway from the northern area up, you know, where it starts, um, I guess, kind of starts around uh, Kenwood High School. And it goes yeah. down to Austin P and the Riverwalk and all that. Those, those pieces will be connected without a pedestrian bridge over the Red River. What's that bridge yeah. looking like time-wise? Because oh, they already have the, they have the footing there from an old railroad bridge. That is still there because if you run to the end of the greenway mm-hmm. or bike or however you want to get there, mm-hmm. you will notice that it just stops at the Red River and there is footings 
from an old railroad bridge that are still there. Now, I'm not a structural engineer, but they look fi- fine and solid to me. Yeah, you know, and, you're not a structural engineer, but you know what you like. I know what I like, and I think it looks sharp. <laughs> Let's go ahead and work that in. Are, have they given a timeline on that bridge? Yeah, so it's waiting for TDOT funding because mm-hmm. this is a state um, you know, program that can do this. And uh, the project is expected to be completed by December 2024. Okay, not bad. So, so next December. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And, it, and when it's all done, uh, that will mean we'll have 11 miles of interconnected greenway trails. That's really fantastic. I mm-hmm. hope at some point I would love to see McGregor Park connect with Liberty Park. Mm-hmm. And I know there's kind of ideas and talk yeah, about maybe making nice. that happen. Mm-hmm. If you could do that, you could really go from Heritage Park all the way to Liberty Park. Yeah. No roads on, yeah. the, on the entire greenway. Yeah. What a great bike ride that awesome. would be. Hey, and you're a runner. Uh-huh. Uh, 11 plus 11 is 22 round trips. Exactly. So 22 mile run. I've is, said, that, is that a good thing? It's very good. I've said for the longest time, and, and uh, you know, I've talked to certain people, and they've told, a lot of people have told me I'm an idiot. But, well, um, yeah, but. yeah, that's normal. It's called Tuesday. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've always thought we're wasting an opportunity. Clarksville is too big to not have a half marathon. Mm-hmm. I've always thought you could do a half marathon starting at Kenwood High School running through McGregor Park or Heritage Park. I'm sorry, running through Heritage Park mm-hmm. and then getting on the Greenway, going to the end of the Greenway and back. That would mm-hmm. be 13.1 miles. It just seems to make perfect yeah. sense. And it showcases this beautiful thing that we have, the Greenway. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Take the ball and run with it, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um, so that's uh, basically the updates on that stuff. And there's a whole lot more on that article if you want to check it out. Yeah, Chris can't give you all the details because there'd be no yeah. reason for you to go to ClarksvilleNow.com. That's right. You know? Um, so this one surprised me. Have you ever heard of Clyde's? I've never heard of Clyde's. This, uh, I had no idea that, um, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the wrong thing. Oh, Chris is talking about the wrong thing. I'm talking about the wrong thing. Okay, do you want to reset that? Let's reset that. Okay. Okay. Let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, man. So you can go to ClarksvilleNow.com and read all the stories about the okay. updates because Chris is not going to give you everything because then you wouldn't go to ClarksvilleNow.com. Yeah. So here's a cool thing. Um, the River Club. Um, have you ever been out to that restaurant, uh, the River Club on Warfield? We had a Christmas party there before you got to Five Star and uh-huh. ruined all the Christmas parties because Chris is a real whiner and he goes and cries to HR over everything. So we used to have these these knockdown drag out Christmas not making it up. Uh, we, used to, we had this we used to have these knockdown drag out Christmas parties. I'm yeah. making that up too. But we had a Christmas party there. It was pretty nice. It was the only time uh, I yeah. was there. I'm um, not a golfer. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I learned to golf when I was in um in high school. My grandfather taught me how to play golf, but um, I've not really. It's not something that's like yes, I must play golf now all right, the time. Right. I'm horrible at it. That's yeah. why I don't want to play it. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm horrible at it. Yeah. I'm same thing with roller skating. You know, it's like you're not good at something. It's like, eh, I want to I want to speak for yourself. I'm great at roller skating. Last time I went to, to the, the skate rink here in town, huh? showing my kids how to do it. You tore it up. Skating backwards. Oh, man. Skating the limbo. All that stuff. <laughs> speak for yourself. But anyway, so so the river club. Yeah. Um, so they have had a, a restaurant out there for a long time mm-hmm. um, and they um, came out of covid and they basically decided to renovate. Yeah. And um, they decided to go all out. They've completely renovated their uh, restaurant there. Um, it's called Clyde's of Clarksville. Um, they're uh, saying it's got a polished casual feel. It sure does, Chris, because I was there yesterday for lunch. Were you? I was. Oh, so you didn't even know what I was talking about. I knew what you were talking about. But when you said, do you remember Clyde's? And I was like, was it a thing before? I don't think it was initially called Clyde's. I think it was, it was called, just called, called the River called Club River Restaurant. Club, right. yeah. So I, I was impressed. What I liked about it was open. 
you mm. know, uh, it looks really modern inside, but mm. not like modern that will be out of style in, in six months. Uh-huh. Uh, the food was good. Mm-hmm. Prices were reasonable mm-hmm. and they did a really good job. If I remember correctly, when the river club was originally opened, they had all this, this wood finished stuff in there. So yeah. there's a lot of wood on the walls. Yeah. They've painted it white, mm-hmm. which I think looks absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really does look sharp it opens in there. up the space. Yes. And you don't have to, you don't have to be a golfer to go there for lunch or, mm-hmm. or dinner. I was, I thought the food was good. I, anytime I go to a new restaurant that has burgers, I will order a burger and here's why. If you can do a burger well, you can do everything well. Because mm-hmm. I think it's if you if you can't do the simple things, you can't do the complex things. You know, that's and so true. the burger was good. That is true. Because there's been some places in Clarksville that, yeah, where the burger is not great and everything else is kind of, uh, you know. That's my secret. Yeah. Always order, good, the, that's a good point. The, always order the lowest price bottle of wine on the menu mm-hmm. because the second lowest price is actually their cheapest bottle of wine. They do that to trick you because they think people aren't going to order the cheapest bottle of wine. So they put their cheapest bottle of wine as the <laughs> second cheapest bottle of wine to trick you into buying their bottle of wine and get the burger. Yeah. And never buy the most expensive bottle of wine. Never. Because you're, 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 what you're pay, really paying for is to demonstrate to everyone else at the table that you're willing to buy exactly. the most expensive bottle of wine. That's what you're paying for. Now, Chris, it's been a long time since you and I have been on the dating scene. Are you, you asking me out? Well, now that you've ruined the surprise, <laughs> well, yeah. No, um, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been 30 years for me. But it's been 30 years for me as well. But we both have kids that are in the dating world. Yes. You know, your, your daughter, yeah. your daughter, Meg. Yeah. Is in the dating world. Tim was off the market. He got married. Yeah. Um, but my daughter, Ava's in the dating world as uh-huh. well. Do you think it's impressive on a date to buy the most expensive bottle of wine? Or do you think that makes you seem like you're trying to be Mr. Showoff? I don't think any, either of my kids have the uh, financial fortitude to order a bottle of wine at a restaurant. I'm talking about the dates for them. Like, so, you know, someone takes them on a date to the, to, to Clyde's kids, kids that young don't buy bottle. I've never bought a bottle of wine. They're not young. Chris, your daughter's 22 years old. And mine is, (laughs) our daughters are 22 years old, Chris. They ain't young. Well, yeah, but I mean, don't make it sound, you guys, you make it sound like I'm talking about eight year olds going out on dates. They're 22. Have you ever bought a bottle of wine on a date? Yes. Oh my Lord. Chris, you never bought a bottle. You got somebody here. You never bought a bottle of wine. I never bought a bottle of, I take that back. I went to the wine bar on franklin street and ordered a bottle of wine at uh at that venue but one time in 30 years <laughs> oh mr romance forget well, everything he said in the beginning of the podcast forget everything <laughs> my wife doesn't drink a lot of wine and when she does she likes sweet stuff and i can't stand the sweet stuff so maybe that's the problem you bought one bottle of wine <laughs> on a date with your wife in 35 years wow yeah sorry we just don't buy bottles of wine at dinner you are but you love wine i do love wine but my wife doesn't like the wine. I bought the, bottles of wine. I learned that trick yeah. from somebody. Yeah. Uh, told me on the wine list. It was somebody saying like, hey, listen, you order the cheapest wine yeah. on, the, on, the, on, the, on the list because it's not our cheapest wine. Our cheapest wine's the Wait, second Wait, so you cheapest. got the inside scoop? That was oh, an yeah. inside scoop? Oh, thing? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So seriously. And if you want to impress someone on a date, drop that little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Like, because you don't want to buy the most expensive bottle. Uh, if I would drop that tidbit during a date, because then you're saying, you know, I am such a cheap, cheapskate 
No, no, no. <laughs> I figured I had to rig the system. So the, for the next 25 years, you're going to find me <laughs> so you go, listen, being listen, a cheapskate on everything. Real quick, I just wanted to let you know that I'm not ordering the cheapest bottle of wine that they have. Uh, okay, you're the second. Yeah, yeah, the second cheapest on the menu is the cheapest that they have. Yeah. But they put it there because they want people to buy the cheapest and jack up the prices. That's a big money maker. Okay, I, I can see the you justification You get a $3 bottle of wine you're, you're charging 20 bucks for. Yeah, because then you're, you're able to justify buying mm-hmm. the cheapest. Uh-huh. Because okay, It's well, not yeah, the cheapest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Seriously, if you're dating, drop that tidbit on a date. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be happy to... Uh, you know, to, to come to your wedding and congratulate yeah. you on a successful And, and do that at Clyde's. I assume they saw wine. <laughs> <laughs> to, to bring it back to the topic we're supposed to be discussing here. Um, so Clyde's, uh, yeah, they got good food. It's they, good food. Chris has never ordered a bottle of wine for his wife, everybody. But they got good food at Clyde's. <laughs> All right. Now, here's one I'd never heard of before. Casey's General Store. Well, because it's, it's, they're not from where you're from. They're a Midwest like, were you familiar with Casey's? Charles I was f- familiar with Casey's. Okay. Yes, Casey's is like a it's an Indiana, Ohio, mm-hmm. Illinois. Like okay. if you cross over into Illinois and you go to Vienna, you're going to see Casey's there. Yeah, because as we were um, uh, getting ready to report on this, um, the uh, the people who were, we were interviewing said that they are the fifth largest um, pizza chain in the United States. I was like, how is that? possible because i never heard of this place yeah but the more we you know report dug into it the more people were like oh wow that's great and then we published the story and i thought people are gonna laugh about this and we're like who who cares that like some convenience store like 300 comments yeah people just yelling yay finally we got a casey's we have a casey's oh yeah people are going crazy over casey's yeah no idea this would happen. We were really excited. We've we've landed something big now with uh, Casey's. Did you want not want to report this story, and one of your reporters had to convince you in a meeting? No, I said you know people were asking us yeah. what's going on with the um, the Minute Marts because like the Minute Marts in Clarksville have closed. Yeah, and so we were saying why are the Minute Marts closed? What's going on? Well, it turns out Casey's has bought them. Right, and they're building a couple of uh, they're going to caseify them. They're going to caseify them. Yeah, which means it's going to be red. They're casing the joint. They're casing the joint. <laughs> they're going to caseify them. I liked your case in the joint. That yeah. was pretty. Yeah, yeah. They're going to caseify them, so yeah. it'll look like a Casey's. Uh, they have like a little mascot who kind of looks like a countrified version of the of the big boy from okay. those old restaurants. Um, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it's red. They're, the red is their okay. thing. All right. um, I will say this. They are a gas station. Mm-hmm. They do serve pizza. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, and I'm happy Casey's is here, and I'm happy people will be able to, to live in the nostalgia world. Mm-hmm. The best gas station pizza Uh-oh. that you can buy is not at Casey's. Uh-oh. It's Hunt Brothers Pizza. Hunt, Bro- Hunt Brothers Pizza okay. is only available at gas stations in the middle of nowhere. Oh, but I'm you familiar would, with that. You would, you've never had a... How no. am I more Southern than I, you? You know, I hate to offend the folks at Casey's, but I, I don't buy food cooked at gas stations. Oh, well, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know Mr. Hoity Toity was here today. You've never had gas station pizza? No. You are missing out. No. Hunt Brothers Pizza. I'm is- in that mid-range, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too cheap to buy a bottle of wine at a restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm too hoity toity to eat food cooked at a gas station. I'm right in the middle. When's your next anniversary coming up? Uh, June 12th. June 12th. I want you to take Kate... To go find a slice of Hunt Brothers pizza uh-huh. and then go get her a bottle of wine. Okay. <laughs> and just uh, like, baby, <laughs> we're, we're going big time. All we're getting right. gas station pizza and we're getting a bottle of wine. All right. 
It'll be delicious. Yeah. And this, I'm sure the sweet stuff will go wonderful with a gas station oh, food. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You talk about muscadine, <clears throat> a muscadine <throat> wine yeah. with a nice slice of gas station pizza that's been sitting and marinating in its yeah. juices under that heat lamp under the heat that lamp. hasn't been <clears throat> cleaned in <clears throat> decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So delicious. good. <laughs> Seriously, next time you're road tripping and you see the sign, they're everywhere. Stop and get a slice of Hunt Brothers pizza. I wonder what you think right. about that. But Casey's has good I will, pizza. I will report back. Not that Casey's is bad. Casey's is very good gas station pizza. I would say By Casey's. By all accounts, because people are going crazy right. for it. You know? I would say that the, the, the pinnacle of gas station pizza is Hunt Brothers, and then right below it is Casey's. Casey's mm-hmm. makes a good gas station pizza. Okay. Um, so I, 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 I love the fact that people get so excited about these things. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know there's some people that are like, why are we getting excited about gas stations and and burger joints? Well, here's the reality of Clarksville. Mm -hmm. Everybody, most everybody in this town is from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Right. People come from all over for various reasons. And so when you move away from home, you're used to a certain amount of things, right? You're used to certain restaurants, used to certain department stores. And so when something from home comes to a place that you now call home, all that nostalgia comes flooding back at you. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a guy here at work from Texas, and I swear to God, if I heard him say Whataburger one more time, I was going <laughs> I, I to lose my mind. But then I realized that's how excited I was when Culver's came to Clarksville, because I grew up on that yeah, stuff. Yeah, And so imagine... Loving if you had a Casey's in your yard in your in your hometown growing up. Mm-hmm. You used to go there with your friends. Exactly. And hang Ride out. your bike out to Casey's and get a pizza. Yeah. You know, you have so many memories and there. It's gonna taste like nothing else. Exactly. You know. And now to know that that little piece of home mm-hmm. is coming to your new home, it's yeah. like it's hard to it's hard to to rain on people's nostalgia parade when you realize it's just you're excited because a little piece of home is coming to your new home. Yeah. Well, and that takes us to our final story, uh, Whataburger. This was madness, by the way. So this, to me, you, know, you talk, talk about social media reaction. Yeah. Um, the social media reaction to the Whataburger, because basically Whataburger opened and they had at least two-hour waits all day long. <laughs> yes. MLK was and, backed up. And they didn't get a break. No. Because this place is open 24-7. Yes. So there were people camped out overnight. Yes. Starting at 9.30 the uh-huh. night before, that's yes. when the line started. Yep. And they didn't open until 7. So people waited overnight to be in, in line to get their Whataburger. Uh-huh. And then they were slammed all day long, two-hour waits all day long, spilling down Fire Station Road. Uh-huh. On to MLK um, there. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was everywhere. So but the funny thing is, the, on the social media reaction to that mm. article was, that's ridiculous. They're not any good anyway. Nobody cares about that. That's so. What's funny is all these people are saying nobody cares. That's ridiculous. Yet, why is there a two-hour line? When's the last time we hours? had a two-hour wait to get a burger? <laughs> yeah. So that shows you the contrast. To me, that's a that's a bit of social media awareness. A lot of times, a negative conversation yeah. will start. Yeah, it's so much easier to say negative yep. things than yep. positive on social media. Well, but you look at that huge mm-hmm. rush of comments on Facebook of how many people were complaining about whatever. Right. But then you go look at the line, and it's way actual, bigger. Actual boots on the ground. Yeah. People yeah. spent voting with their pocketbooks. That's where the you know that that's what you got to pay attention to. You know? I think there's this new thing. Well, it's not. I mean, it's not terribly new, but it's been around for a while. But I think social media amplifies it. Mm-hmm. That you're hip to be contrarian. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, it tastes like Sonic. 
Yeah. Everybody who posts tastes like Sonic. You don't know what you're talking about because I've never had one before. Well, I like Sonic. It's not bad. No. Um, it, 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 but I've, I've never had a Whataburger before. So mm. I went in completely blind. It doesn't taste like that. Mm. It's a good taste in burger. And yeah. listen, everybody has the right to be happy about something. And like we were talking about the Casey's thing. This is nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, guess what, everybody? There's a lot of people from Texas here. Yeah. How do you know that? Because they'll tell you. No, but you've got, I mean, the military, a lot of people will go to Texas and they will come to Fort Campbell and then they'll get out of the service and they'll just stay here. We have a lot of Texans Mm -hmm. and people that may have had Whataburger before. Yeah. And so, again, if you're excited about a little taste of home. Yeah, be excited. Right. My wife has a saying, uh, don't yuck on my yum. Yes, I love you know? that. Yeah. I love that. It is not hip to be contrarian yeah. and don't yuck on my yum. Yeah, let people be excited. Because guess what? What a burger is hurting nobody. Yeah. They're just making hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And the other thing I hear is we don't need that. We need homeless shelters. Listen, folks, there's not <laughs> one pot of money where they're going like, hey, what do you think? Homeless shelter or Whataburger? Let's just build a Whataburger. It's a private business. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's not business. one or the other. It's yeah. like, we can't what? build a homeless shelter. We got four Whataburgers. We can't build one. Yeah. And, and you know what? If you want a homeless shelter, you can build a homeless shelter. Exactly. And no if you one's... think it can't be done, you know, yeah. ask Victoria York. Right. Her husband did it. Exactly. Kenny York did it. Uh-huh. So if you want to start an effort to help homeless people, you go for you it. You betcha. You yeah. betcha. But no, I, I think that's, that's the thing that kind of drives me crazy. And, and, and. I mean, I, I, I'm so tempted to comment, but I don't. No. Um, but just, yes, you see that a lot because we've gotten a lot of these wonderful pieces of mm-hmm. nostalgia over the last year where people are like, oh, my God, I grew up with this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's a lot of the Bucky stuff, too. You know, cause people, I, people were excited about Bucky's because of that reason. Nostalgia, yeah, 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 that was a big part of it. I was like that with Wits Barbecue. That was from my hometown. Yeah. And so when I got here and saw, oh, yeah, there's a Wits, you know, I mean, it, and nothing tastes like it to me. You know, right. I love it. Because you grew up with it. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, you know, it was Culver's when Culver's opened here. Mm-hmm. I was I was bringing everybody and I and I will stand by this. I was told at least that I was given the first batch of cheese curds from the ah, fryer. So you got the last baby born at the hospital and the but first of, batch of, of keys. One of, of uh, yeah. One <laughs> of of. cheese curds. Yeah. The first, so I, I felt kind of good about that, yeah. but also when they built Coles, cause Kohl's. I grew up going oh, to Coles. Yeah. yeah. The, the grocery, um, yeah, clothing store. Yeah. Exactly. My allowance was given to me in Coles cash. So I, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up going there all the time. Uh-huh. My wife's aunt Mary worked there and every Christmas gift I ever got from her was from Coles. What and was she, your favorite Coles? Uh, uh, it would always be like a, like a Columbia sweater or something. And she'd oh, go yeah. like, I got that on the sale rack. It was a dollar. Cause she'd always mm-hmm. announce the price. You always knew <laughs> what your Christmas gifts from Aunt you Mary know, cost. Cause she'd announce the price wine thing. Honest. You I know? do. Yeah. Announcing the deal. So your pride in the deal because she worked at Kohl's. She got access to the Kohl's return section mm-hmm. And they would just give, get rid of stuff. Like Is that Kohl's cash? Is it called Kohl's cash? It's called Kohl's cash. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I bought my first home with Kohl's cash. But, um, but so, <laughs> so... That's a lie. <laughs> she would always announce. <laughs> you'd unwrap the presents. You'd always... You knew exactly where it was from. Because uh-huh. you saw the Kohl's tag on there. Yeah. And she'd go, I got that at Kohl's. It was the return. It was only a dollar. And she would always... It was, and, yeah. and you weren't like... You didn't feel like you weren't loved. Yeah. Because she was so proud of that that incredible bargain she bought. Yeah. Like, I think Aunt Mary, who's no longer with us, she was, you know, just the sweetest woman. 
but she would just buy things that she would find on clearance at Kohl's and then find a person to give them to. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, she yeah. may have spent a grand total of $30 on Christmas, mm-hmm. but the under the tree was filled. Because between her 30% off coupon that she'd get in the mail, her mm-hmm. Kohl's cash, and her employee discount, and easy access to the returns, she was getting deals yeah. that no mere mortal could pass up. My uh, my grandma would do that. She would. Um, she's very much a gifts giver, <laughs> and she would just buy stuff. You know, on I don't know. I guess it was this guy. I don't know. But like, we'd be trying to leave her house, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Do you want this pie?" And she'd have some pie that yeah. she made. Or something. Yeah. But then she'd be like, "Oh, but wait! Here, I've got a present for you." And she'd go up in her closet. And give us, like, a porcelain chicken. <laughs> I got that for 35 cents. And it's like, Grandma, I don't, you don't want to argue with her. So it's just like, okay, I'll take the porcelain chicken. And so now we have, like, a house full of porcelain chickens. Porcelain yeah. chickens and puppy dogs. And it's like, what are we going to do with these crazy gifts? But, you know, it meant a lot to her. So you know. There was a time when I had so many pairs of Dockers that were uh, a bit too big in the waist and a bit too short in the inseam. <laughs> Uh, and, and grand total yeah. of five dollars spent. Yeah. Oh, if those don't fit, that's fine. They were only thirty-five cents. Yeah. Because someone returned them. Well, there's a stain on these things. It's not coming out. Yeah. You could always take them back, right? Get some Kohl's cash. You could you get that's yeah. That's why I, that's how I bought my Do first house with, with yeah, Kohl's cash. Your first house. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny because my mom, my grand, like everybody in my family, mm-hmm. you know, we had a winner. For Powerball in Oak Grove, someone matched five numbers. Mm-hmm. And so they got $2 million, right? But you would swear every time the Coles thing came in the mail, mm-hmm. and my, 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 my wife does it, my mom does it, my grandma does it, they pull off the sticker, mm-hmm. and if it says 30%, it's like they won the Powerball. Wow. It's like 30%? Wow. Holy cow! That's cool. Yeah. 30% off Coles and all kinds of dockers. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Throw your Kohl's cash in there and a 30% off coupon. You're walking out of there with some big deals. That's right. Yeah. So all, all, we'll, we'll bring it around full circle so it makes perfect sense, folks. Okay. Yeah, because I'm wondering where this is headed. Don't rain on people's <laughs> nostalgia parade. Yeah, don't yuck on their yum. Yes. Or we're going to start keeping track on ClarksvilleNow.com of who's yucking on people's yums. Uh-huh. And when your yum comes to town, we'll yuck on it. Ooh, Just yeah. to, to, to show you how it feels. That's right. When someone yucks on your yum. That's right. Those right there, biggest stories. A lot of a lot of storytelling in there. <laughs> some bad jokes, some dating advice, um, you know, all that stuff. But really, a well-rounded yeah, yeah. Your week, your news. The biggest stories in Clarksville for this week. Your week, your news is a Clarksville Now original podcast. You can subscribe. Why don't you do that? Why don't you want yeah, this silly in your inbox? There you go. Go direct to SoundCloud. You can do that. Subscribe. You can do that on Apple. You can do it all over the place. Subscribe to Your Week, Your News. Thanks for listening. We're back next week with more news.